The Main Event Podcast, episode 24. You are listening to the main event. Welcome, 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 welcome back to another week of the main event. I'm your main man, the host, the creator, originator of this thing. Hungry at your service. I am a hype, 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 hype. Can I say hype one more time? today because I got my first in studio guest. The gorgeous, the talented, the completely amazing Ayanna Gordon. Thank you. You don't know who that is right now, but you don't know who in a second. Hey, if this is your first time checking out the main event, God bless you. Hello friend. I need you right here, brother. Hey, do me a favor, check out the website www.themaineventpodcast.com. Hey, you can also find us on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, uh, at your local uh, YMCA, selling CDs. What have we got to do to hustle this thing out? We hustle hard, hustle hard, hustle hard. That's all I'm trying to say. Hey, so uh, like I said, I've got my first in-studio guest. Everybody else, my first two guests, uh, they called in over the phone. They had to phone it in. Uh, but I got somebody real with me who came to, came to the house to sit down with me to talk about uh, leadership entrepreneurship, real estate, and uh, all things, uh, I don't know, black. Uh, so, <laughs> <laughs> please introduce yourself to the to the main event uh, family. Wow. Okay, so my name is Alana Thornton. I actually met Jermaine when we were, when I was serving in the Air National Guard. Go, go. <laughs> Um, so now I am a project manager at Wells Fargo. I have a sip and paint and I am in the process of building an app, which I have to tell you more about that later. Oh man. See, I got to hear about this. Everybody's trying to develop apps. Uh, you know, my, um, uh, our first guest, Mr. Barber, he's got a secret app. He, he can't even, he told me off air. I can't tell you what it is, but he's developing an app too. I'm thinking maybe I need to get on this app game myself. Uh, I got an eight, nine year old. Maybe I can teach them coding. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> hey, start young. Yeah. They go to a STEM, they go to a STEM, they go to a STEM school. Okay. Yeah. Okay. yeah we're going to start good, young. We're going to start good, young. Good. So, um, we did meet at the uh, North Carolina International Guard some years back, and that's where I know uh, Mrs. Thornton, if you're nasty, from. Um, and so uh, I was telling people that, generally speaking, less than 1% of the population ever serves uh, in the military. And so I, th- I think maybe actively there's like 3 or 4% of the population has had some kind of military experience and stuff so you are by far an elite member of society and i just wanted to say thank you for your service thank you thank oh you. you know i i do what i do <laughs> uh so how long were you in the air force so i was in the air force a total of about eight years so i went into the um 
I was in the regular Air Force. Okay. Um, and that, Big boy Air Force, yes. Absolutely. Yes. <laughs> and then I was in the Guard um, for a few years. Okay. Absolutely. So how did you uh, how did you get into the military? Tell me about that. What led you to, you know what, I just, I love the flag so much. I, uh, <laughs> Eagles, I love Eagles. How, how'd, you, how'd you get there? How'd you transition? Okay, so right at the high school, I, um, I went to Arizona for a few years, a Navajo reservation at that. So I lived on a Navajo reservation. You know, I'm going to have to pause you because i got to get into this Navajo reservation. How did you, so you're originally from South Carolina. I'm originally from Hartsville, South Carolina. Shout yes. out to Hartsville, South woo, Carolina. Woo, woo, woo. All my dear fans in Hartsville, I love you. <laughs> I love you. Every one of you. You and, yes, you. You. Don't don't point to anybody else. You. I'm, talking, I'm looking right at you. Uh, so... You left Hartsville to go to Arizona, mm-hmm. and you ended up in the military. And you ended up in the military. Mm-hmm. Yeah, explain that to me. Okay. <laughs> um, so, long story short, um, my friend, actually still friends to this day, um, lived in New Mexico, which is right on the border of Arizona, and was going to go to um, was going to take online classes. <clears throat> and I knew that I wanted to get out of Hartsville, because so I was like, "Oh, that sounds like a good experience." And I've always been adventurous and a risk taker, and I wanted to, like I said, I wanted to get out of Hartsville. So I decided. <laughs> I love Hartsville. I'm not going to say anything negative about Hartsville. I love Hartsville too to visit. Okay. <laughs> and um, so I went I went and lived for a couple years. And then I got homesick because I, you know, I didn't have any money to travel back and forth. Yeah, I get time. that. I get that. And so I came back home and realized that this was not it. Hartsville was not for me. And I needed to do something. So I went to the Air Force recruiter. I would say it was probably, I think it was on a Wednesday, I went to Air Force Recruiter. That next Tuesday, I was at boot camp. That. (laughs) (laughs) So, yeah, so y'all can't see my eyes get real big because (laughs) I'm like, and if you don't have any kind of military uh, service, you don't understand how much of a feat that is. I thought I was the record holder because it took me about 18 days between when I first saw my recruiter. Uh, him scheduling my uh, ASVAB, doing my physical and stuff, and then when I actually showed up to San Antonio, and you did it in seven days. Seven days. Yes. But I had uh, already taken the ASVAB and all of that. I don't care. <laughs> I don't care. Is, it takes right now. Um, I've had people on a waiting list with our recruiters at the Air National Guard, and it takes them four or five months wow. to get them uh, squared away and signed in. So. Uh, obviously, you were a physical specimen with good credit and no psychological problems. So, hey, uh, I, we, we'll give out our phone number and information at the end of this uh, for all our male listeners. <laughs> I got I got a live one for you, boys. <laughs> but so yeah, so you ended up in the the big old blue Air Force. Yes. Um, after all that, seven days it took you to get in. You were so special they they cut you right to the front of the line. I told you, like I told them that if they didn't get me. Because I was actually supposed to go into the army. Okay. And um, so many people were in my head and talking me out of it. So I ended up not going Those to the people army. love you, by yes. the way. I just wasn't, <laughs> you didn't know that. 
She liked to thank each and every one of you for talking about how to go into the army. Yes. So I knew that if I didn't go immediately, then I would have other people in my ear. So I told them to ship me off right away. Okay. Okay. So you got shipped off right away. And uh, so you spent eight years in the Big Blue. And uh, what was your job in the Air Force? So when I was active, I was a physical therapist assistant. Nice. And in the Guard, I actually did um, finance. Okay. Mm-hmm. And that's where um, we met because I like my money. Yes. And I'm nice to, and uh, shout out to 145th. Uh, <laughs> finance department. Uh, we, we see you. Uh, <laughs> and I love you. I'm not just saying that because it was just the 15th. I'm not just saying that. Uh, but so, so you did that and, but then you decided that you wanted to do something more. You wanted to do something different mm-hmm. than just being in the military. So take me through that process. What was that? What were you thinking, um, that kind of drove you to saying, you know what, this is hunky door and everything. And, uh, but I need a change. Um, well, I think always deep down inside, I've had an entrepreneur spirit. Okay. Um, and so even after, so I've had breaks in between like going, like being active duty in the guard, like it okay. was a break. And so, um, I was in, I was stationed at McDill in Tampa and I went to school there, mm-hmm. but, um, I wanted something, um, that I could do get paid and own my own time. Okay. Yeah. You know? Absolutely. Um, and then I, so I chose real estate. I went to. Awesome. <laughs> yes. Two real estate agents in the house. Oh yeah. Yeah. Call us. We will, we will sell you anything. <laughs> <laughs> that pertains to a house. That pertains. Oh yeah. I'm sorry. You know what? That out there. Yeah, yes. Sorry. That's wrong. <laughs> that is the wrong podcast. This is. <laughs> This, this podcast is not for children, but it's, it's that's not that podcast. Yes. So, um, my, my ex-wife Lori listens to this podcast. Oh, yeah. Uh. yeah so don't. <laughs> Shout out to that law firm. <laughs> I don't have any money. I know. Don't give me a trouble now. Yeah, no, no, no. You're good. You're good. You're just, just a guest. Okay, uh, okay. So no, so uh, so you chose to do real estate. <laughs> And because it was something where you got to be your own, your own boss. I got to be my own. First, I love houses and I love decorating and it just, it was just natural. Um, right. But I think real estate actually kind of like started that entrepreneurial bug. Like when you realize that you actually can own your time and you can own, you know, your efforts, what you put into, I think we were talking about this earlier, what you put in, you know, is what you get out. Yeah, absolutely. You know, and even though you could be working more in certain areas, um, it's worth it because it's for you, you know, and it's to build your dreams and your legacy instead of somebody else's, right? Yeah, absolutely. I mean, I know in the, in the, uh, so I was, I was big blue active at one point. I did my first four years there and I've done the uh, last 18 with the, uh, Air National Guard, but, uh, when I was working full time with the guard, you know, I'd be working sixty plus hour weeks and stuff easily, easily working that um, mm-hmm. th- that kind of time. But that was for somebody else, and it's different when you put in that kind of time for yourself. Even if it's eighty hours a week, mm-hmm. it doesn't. It's it's not the 
you see the benefit of your labor for yourself. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And for your children and your children's children. Like I was listening to something um, the other day and it was saying, it was talking about building a legacy, you know, and all these, you know, the people and the ancestors in the past. Yeah. Some of them did not even get to see the fruits of their labor, but now their children's grandchildren's, yeah. You know, yeah, absolutely. I don't know. Grandchildren's off. is a word, but. It is, it, <laughs> it is today. Okay. I, I have so declared it. It is today. That's right. It's a word because I said it. But, um, but yeah, so it's about building, you know, building for them too. Yeah, okay. Yeah, so one of the things that I talk about here is passive income, uh, why we build, um, you know, especially in relation to the black community. And uh, so in, in past podcasts, I've talked about gentrification and stuff. And uh, there are programs out there like Buy the Block, um, I say Buy the Neighborhood, uh, and all kind of investment groups that you can invest in to help because we do the regentrification is what we're looking at now where we're uh, taking our money and we're circulating it back within our own communities and stuff. And so that was one of the things, the reason I got into real estate because I wanted to do investments um, where we're, uh, where we can't, I, I can't depend on the city of Charlotte to provide affordable housing for uh, people in my community. Uh, this is my community and I need to do that myself. Um, exactly. And so, <clears throat> but you talk about that, that entrepreneur spirit and you've always been a risk taker. Obviously you left uh, the comfort of good old Hartsville um, and you went to Arizona and then you joined, you were trying to join the army and God stopped you. Uh, then you got to the air force and then you took a break and you were selling real estate. You got back in, you came to North, came back to North Carolina, uh, joined the international guard, but you were not done there. <laughs> you yeah. said that's not enough for me. I need a bigger resume. So, as you mentioned earlier, you got into owning your own paint and sip. Yes, 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 yes. And people love that. People <laughs> love paint and sip. That is like the new date thing for people to do, oh, isn't it? Yes, yes. Yeah. Well, sometimes a man comes kicking and screaming, but um, but they have fun when they leave. I see yes, the pictures. They do. They I, do. I see them on Instagram. I see them on Instagram. <laughs> They come in kicking and screaming. They leave smiling. So that's a good thing, right? Oh, it's absolutely, absolutely. <laughs> but yes, yeah, so I started this in my paint. Um, it initially started, so I went to a few myself. Okay. And I just saw, like even myself, I just saw people use that as a form of um, expression. You know, when you, mm-hmm. you know, you get off work and, you know, again, you kind of conform to what you can do. But when you are that canvas and yeah. you and you're having and it's not about being an artist really or not even about the painting honestly people really don't go there to, they just go there to relax and to um, again it's just an expression of themselves and well, they can be themselves so we, we talk about being an entrepreneur and stuff so <clears throat> I can't draw um you know, can I can I get into the paint sip business? How does that work if I'm not a if I'm not an artist? Yes, well, I'm not an artist either, an artist. So, oh, really? So, no. that, <laughs> so this is a real question. Like, so how does that work? <laughs> so I um, I started doing some research, um, and then I I got a, a consultant okay. that had her own sip and paint, um, kind of like 
we partnered in a sense uh-huh. because I got her repertoire paintings and then I hired artists and the sip and paint um, in the Virginia area. Okay. Um, because the Charlotte, I live in Charlotte, but the Charlotte market was so saturated. And so I just started researching different markets that weren't too far. And um, when I researched like the Virginia Beach, Hampton Roads area, okay. that um, that area was pretty much untapped. There was one sitter paint there. It was called, oh my goodness, the name slips me, Paint Night. It was called Paint Night. Okay. And a lot, it, a lot of people went, but that, because that was all that they had, there it was, was only there was only choice. Yeah, there was no other choices. But a lot of people did complain because they were in like a lot of you know smoky pool halls and things oh, like that. Copy, copy. You know, so um, so yeah, so that's why I decided to open it in Virginia, and I hired artists, and um, and yeah, it was doing really. Doing really well. Well, that's good. That's good. I and so, you know, what I kind of take out of your story because I love to take stuff out of out of context. No, I uh, what I got out of that was is that you found something you were interested in. You did the research for it, mm-hmm. and then you had a roadblock uh, here in Charlotte where you live. You couldn't actually execute locally because the market wouldn't bear it. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But you didn't let that stop you. You said it's still a good idea. I just need to find a location for it. Yes. for it to pan out one of the things I tell people especially about real estate because I, I give examples about uh, the wealth that you can gain from having real estate and people say I live in New York or I live like a buddy in California say so there's not a house in California that I can buy for that price and he's right uh, mm-hmm. but I tell him I say would you buy a house for me in North Carolina Exactly, exactly. So I um I am actually still a licensed real estate agent. I don't do retail mm-hmm. um real estate anymore, but I do work with investors and I also invest myself. Oh, there so. there it is. That's, that's you know what see that's why she's on the show. She's my role model. At <laughs> after we stop recording, I'm gonna like hit her up for all the contacts and stuff. So because that's that's really the market that I'm trying to get into is that by all means, I, I think, especially if it's a million-dollar property, I think that you would sell somebody that home. Yes, uh, you would take, absolutely. Yeah, you would absolutely take a commission on a million-dollar uh, property. But uh, the primary focus, uh, not so much residential, but uh, investors and investment for yourself. Mm-hmm. Uh, yes. Yeah. Man, that is awesome. <laughs> it's awesome. It's awesome. It is because uh, I, I recently, so I was out in Oklahoma. I was in Altus, Oklahoma, and don't bother unless you go get your phone out to figure out where that is. Uh, it is two hours uh, southwest of Oklahoma City. She's going to get out of her phone. This is amazing. Uh, it's two hours southwest of uh, Oklahoma City, but it's three hours away from Tulsa. So uh, my last weekend before I came back, I went to Black Wall Street. Mm-hmm. And so I did a whole podcast. My last episode was on my experience at Black Wall Street and stuff. I need to listen to it because I really want to hear your experience. And it is, um, there's some, um, uh, in fact, I'm probably, I found a, a video on Black Wall Street. I'm probably going to link to the website, www.themaineventpodcast.com. I'm going to link that to the website uh, because they do a really good job. You can listen to my podcast. Obviously, I want you to listen to my podcast, but uh, they do a really good job talking about the history and it's uh, it's a YouTube video, so there's pictures to it too, so you've got to explain, but uh, one of the things that uh, me and some other guys were talking about uh, was that that grew in a time when it was um, 
segregation, Jim Crow. Um, in Oklahoma, it's famous for the Trail of Tears. Mm-hmm. Uh, it had a very strong Ku Klux Klan uh, presence there. Mm-hmm. And uh, these, these people still built uh, businesses and schools and pharmacies and beauty shops and barbershops. They had their own community, uh, at least 35 blocks of it. And um, That's the, huge. It's huge. And the thing that um, I was talking to a uh, part of mine about was is that um, black people today, we just we kind of ain't shit because these people. And the reason I say this is because now I like you, and this kind of piggybacks on your. You had to research where you were going to get in to fit in, and you you found a market that would bear uh, you to be successful. Mm-hmm. Um, a lot of these businesses were literally firebombed. Like when a, when the same brother had to do his business all over from the ground up. Like literally, he had to build his business over from the ground up. Mm-hmm. He could not secure loans. Uh, they would not offer them insurance. So when when people did come by and burn their business down and they had to start over, they literally had to start back over. And they did that and they gained wealth and they were successful. Mm-hmm. And we complain a lot about uh, the disadvantages that we have today, mm-hmm. but we don't take into account that our ancestors, as we're talking about that legacy, mm-hmm. the legacy that we're bred from dictates that we're stronger than this and that we should work harder than this. And that's why I applaud you for uh, not saying, you know what? Well, I wanted to do it. I can't do it. So it's over. And I think a lot of, I think a lot of people, I think a lot of people do that. Um, they, they go, man, it sounds like a great idea, Jermaine, but you know, how am I going to do that? You know, because I'm not trying to sell people Instagram fame or Instagram wealth because, uh, they boil things. It's, if you see it on a, uh, on an Instagram post, it is boiled down to the, to the bare bones of what you do. I, I see stuff all the time. This is what Warren Buffett does. And I was like, yeah, <laughs> that's not going to help me. <laughs> you should get up at four thirty in the morning. No, that's not going to help me. Is that the only advice you have? Because yeah, yeah not that's not a person. Yeah, that's <laughs> not a more person. So I ask you, as an entrepreneur, as a black woman, mm-hmm. you know, what are some of the things that you've dealt with, and what's some of the advice that you could give other people uh, as entrepreneurs? Okay. Um. That is definitely a good question. Um, I I would say the first thing that you have to do is write down your goals. That's the first thing. Um, And take it into, like, a lot of people get discouraged because, let's say you write down your goals, but you don't reach it. Like, you have to, uh, I don't necessarily say reach it, but reach it within a certain time frame. But you have to applaud the small things, like take it step by step. It's not, it's really not a sprint, it's a marathon um, as long as you get there. And you have to, I mean, you have to congratulate yourself on the, the small wins, you know. You know, for example, let's, we can use real estate, for example. Please do. <laughs> Um, so you might not get that million dollar sale tomorrow, right? Yeah, absolutely. You know, but applaud yourself for the $50,000 sale because that's, you know, you never know that $50,000 sale, who they know and who they're going to refer. Yeah. Right. So, um, don't think that anything is in vain in what you do. That that is very important. Mm -hmm. Preach on, preach on. (laughs) Yeah. It's, it's all 
getting you um, to your goals. But the first thing is to write down your goals. Because if you don't write down, there is a saying, um, it says, if you don't, hold on, let me, if you don't, Mm -hmm. if you fail to plan, you plan to fail. You plan to fail. Yeah, absolutely. So, um, so that would be the first thing, determination. And I think one thing with determination is that you have to know what your why is. Why do you get up every day to do what you do? Whether it's your children, whether it's, you know, your significant other, yeah, whether absolutely. it's just for yourself, you yeah. know? Shout out to Gary Keller and the Million Dollar Real Estate Agent. <laughs> Uh, who, who, that's a great book to read, and uh, if you want to listen to or read about uh, your your why, your big why and stuff, that he talks about that extensively uh, mm-hmm. in that book and stuff. So I know exactly what you mean. Like it's got to be something that drags you forward. Uh, and like for myself, is that legacy of my children? That's what drags me forward for mm-hmm. wanting to do these things. Yes, yes, you have because I mean it's going to be so much discouragement especially as a black female you know that's out there and even for a black male honestly one thing they love me i know (laughs) (laughs) but i will say like being in this um and being in the south the mentality is a little different um but i will say i wish there were more programs for young black men. There are a lot of programs for young black females. Um, I wish there were more programs for young black men. Um, so one of my long-term goals for my real estate uh, ventures is, is that I basically want to uh, get to a level of success that I can do a couple different things. And I want to do scholarships for young brothers and sisters mm-hmm. uh, in our community and stuff where, um, because uh yeah, I can send you to CP for two hundred dollars, and you can take the course to get your to get license. Um, we can help you uh, by that time, <clears throat> and it'll be more than three years. I'll be a broken charge. I'll have taken my broken charge test, and I'll, I'll have my own internal thing. Yeah, we can work together. Yeah, absolutely. And so, so my big plan, I, and I really am about giving back to the community. So, mm-hmm. and my legacy and stuff, and uh, actually Greenwood. When we talk about uh, Greenwood, I can hear cars going by. It's awesome. Uh, we, when we talk about uh, Greenwood Black uh, Wall Street, um, it was started by a successful uh, real estate developer from Tennessee. He came out when they were actually giving out uh, the uh, Oklahoma land rush, which was that Tulsa area, the northern, the northeast part of Oklahoma, where they just let uh, people run wild and grab land. Here's a historical thing that maybe you didn't know. Sooners. You know why they call them Sooners? No. Okay, so when they had the land rush, they said, hey, we're going to give all this land. We have a starting line and stuff. And uh, in the morning, we're going to shoot the gun. And everybody gets to run. And they had staked off parcels of land and stuff. And so you had to run out there and get your stakes up. And that was your land. They were giving it away and stuff. But, of course, in uh, good fashion, there were people who snuck out the night before and hid. And that way, in the morning, they got out there. They got a head start. They got there sooner. <laughs> everybody else got you wow so, yeah so yeah that's why they're sooners wow you know i heard a similar story um there was a, a, a black preacher in south carolina wow said, like <laughs> uh, when he was you know younger that this guy told him to walk as far as he could mm-hmm. and he was walking 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 
and um, the guy said, you know, how the further you walk, like that's your land, like that's basically you claiming your mm-hmm. land, like that's that's a pretty incredible oh, yeah. story. Yeah, it is. Yeah, so uh, yeah, I, so I, I talk about, and that's that was part of the reason I wanted to visit uh, Greenwood because, like I say, historically that's one of the wealthiest uh, <coughs> uh, black neighborhoods ever, and it was built on real estate because. A lot of people, if, when you're in real estate, you understand this uh, this statement that a lot of industry is built off of real estate and home ownership, uh, from the construction, from carpenters to HVAC, mm-hmm. um, from home inspections to underwrite to banking and financing and stuff, uh, and the back end of it from uh, lawn maintenance, uh, from home upkeep. Um, from furniture, mm-hmm. uh, you know, you're not getting these. People aren't buying these 60 inch TVs to place nowhere. Uh, they're not hanging them on trees. Uh, that's 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 home ownership and stuff. So uh, home ownership drives a lot of the economy. And so, what my my big why when I get back and stuff is that eventually um, I'll go for my property management LLC. I probably still keep that, and I'll develop a, a real estate LLC. Uh, but one of the things that we'll do is that we'll give back to the community where we identify and we uh, partner with high schools and stuff. Uh, I'd like to partner with West Charlotte because that's my ultimate. West Charlotte lost in the state championship uh, this Saturday, uh, but the boys had an outstanding season. They came yeah. over a lot of adver- uh, adversity and stuff. And so, yes. shout out to Shouts Dub to C. Yes. Uh, <laughs> yes. You know. And uh, so, um, but yeah, so that would be a dream for me to be partnered with uh, my old high school. And uh, offer up these scholarships, and not just in real estate and stuff. Being able to, through my contacts in the industry, get people apprenticeships, you know, uh, with electricians, uh, which H with HVAC and stuff, and get them set up so they could have their own businesses. Uh, you know, you know, helping them with a scholarship to CP, where they can get these skills and stuff, and then on the backside of that, getting them a job with a uh, electrician. Uh, HVAC and stuff and mm-hmm. getting into their hours so they can take a state test and they can open up their own uh, heating and air, their home, their own plumbing business, mm-hmm. uh, you know, whatever, awesome. whatever they may do and stuff. So, yeah, as you mentioned that, yeah, that's, so there you go. There's my plan. Uh, please feel free to copy it. Um, yes, yes. Yeah, that's absolutely. I think you can copy, yes. Yeah, absolutely. I, 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 if, if you get to it first, awesome. <laughs> it, it would be completely awesome but yeah that's that's kind of where my big thing is okay. uh that i want to lead to in my upcoming years so yes. I, I i feel i feel blessed for the vision yes. and um but like you were saying in your second point the determination that you got to have to to do this stuff and, and we kind of touched on it but i always i always like to get the opportunity and ask because so you're doing all this other stuff but you still have a corporate job too I do, yes. Because you kind of, you know, I, I always tell people that your dreams are great, but your bills are greater. Um, and you, and, and before, because I, because one of the one of the things that I have, I find with our younger generation is, is that they have these dreams, uh, but one of the things that they don't understand is that they have to work to finance their dreams. Yes. Um, so I would say, you know, especially like if I could go back to my twenty year old self. Yes. Um. <laughs> let's, let's, look, let's look at that fine woman. What would we tell that beautiful woman? My 20 year old self. Like, so now I have responsibilities and, and, and things I have to take care of. But in my 20s, if I had had the same goals and aspirations, Absolutely. it would have been a little easier, right? Yeah. Um, so, 
you know, no matter how young or how old you are, you know, reach for your dreams. But it can, you know, when you start having responsibilities and bills and things like that, you have to do what you have to do mm-hmm. to take care of the bills while you're building your dream. But it can be a little tougher, you know, when you're, you know, working for someone else 40 hours and then working on your own for 40 hours and, you know, and I'm no spring chicken here. But... <laughs> <laughs> But I know um, I'm definitely a visionary, and so um, I know what I want to build, and I know what's possible out there. So, talking about your vision, you mentioned you're building an app. Yes. Can you tell us about the app? Because the last brother I had on here, it was so secret. It was in development. <laughs> he couldn't tell me about the app. So, but could you tell me about what you're doing? Okay, so it is in development. There's a patent pending. Yeah, don't 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 worry about that, boys. Leave, leave this alone. <laughs> now, if you want you want to copy me and my idea, because that's giving right back to the community and stuff. Uh, this is going to be giving right to her pockets. And, uh, <laughs> like I said, we'll we'll get we'll get all the social media and everything else for her too before we end, so you can follow her. Uh, and I'll have it uh, tagged in the post too. But yes. yeah, so you you've got an app. It's in development. Patent pending. Yes, so actually, um, it came about when I with the sip and paint. There was a there were a lot of talented artists that were working for me, and they always wanted to. So this is a part time gig, um, the sip yeah. and paint because it's after work, you know, certain hours, and they were always looking for full time. And, and I love artists, but they're not necessarily the best business people. So I wanted to, and it was weighing on my mind, I wanted a way that I could help them get business. Okay. You know, help connect them with people that were looking for artists. Nice. And um, and so this idea came to my head where if someone was looking for artists, whether it's, you know, just a commission piece or, you know, they wanted, you know anything that had to do with um, poetry, whatever, anything that had to do with art, that they could go to the app and, you know, put what they wanted and it would connect them with the artist. So, but then it actually grew from that. A lot of vendors, like event vendors, are always looking for work. Mm -hmm. You know, they're always looking for events. They're always looking for something. So I decided to expand it to all event vendors um, to connect nice. with consumers. Nice. I see there. See, this is what we talk about. So one of the things, and you, you'll find this on Instagram, and uh, so it actually applies in this case. It don't always apply, but it'll apply in this case, is that when they always say that uh, you, you've got to uh, find a uh, something that's missing and fill that void, and I think you found something that was missing because when you talk about that, it's measly start talking about that. Like, yeah, you're right. Because like, I got these two beautiful daughters and stuff, you know, what if I want to get a portrait of them? Mm-hmm. Like, how do I even do that? Mm-hmm. Like, I mean, and, and I always, I, I critique people all the time who ask me questions and I go, you know, you got that phone in your hand that costs a thousand dollars. You could probably Google that yourself. Yeah, you, you probably don't need me to tell you that, but there are some things that, you know, as you've identified a need, Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, that is awesome. Especially you expand it out to all vendors and stuff. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I can I can already see uh, the applications for that. 
how that's going to help me in my life, I thank you. Uh, You're welcome. Yeah, I mean, really, because you <laughs> I know, hope it, it helps everybody. It so will. Expand, I mean, yes. it, it will. I mean, that's that's as simple as finding uh, somebody to come to your child's birthday party. Uh, to wedding receptions, to exactly, neighborhood things, exactly. Um, you know, going down to the lodge. I mean, that, I mean that is such a great idea. A one, a app would give you access to all that stuff in one place. Yes, and it's it's tailored to you locally, so you get local artists and stuff, mm-hmm, and mm-hmm. you give them a platform where they can come together and. They can showcase their select. Oh, man. Look. Yes. I mean, and I see you on Facebook all the time. Who do you recommend for photography or who Absolutely. do you recommend for a baker and things like that? So, yes. You know, who knows who these people are? They could, you know? <laughs> but, and it's funny because uh, one of the things that I look at is people on Facebook who are individual artists or artisans who are out there trying to sell their wares mm-hmm. and you know, this is the same way that I promote my, my podcast. I use Instagram. I use mm-hmm. Facebook. Um, I use Twitter um, for the free advertising stuff. And a lot of people do that, too. Uh, hey, here's a little hint. You can actually buy uh, advertising with Facebook and Instagram for as little as like $5. And you can boost your post to expand your reach out You can there. buy what now? You can actually buy advertising with Instagram and Facebook. Yes. Okay. I did know yeah, um, I only talk about that because I was listening to Gary V. I don't know if you know who Gary V. Is uh, but yes, uh, I do. okay, I listened to Gary V. And Gary V. Was talking about that that was going to be one of the bigger regrets in the next couple of years is people who did not take advantage of the low pricing for advertisement to be able to reach you know extra ten thousand people through a very popular app that people are on every day. You know, and mm-hmm. I, I don't know how many times you've seen an ad and mm-hmm. it, yet you might accidentally click on it, mm-hmm. or it might be something that you're looking for, but. Uh, so let's put that out there too for um, advertising for Instagram and Facebook now. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> if you found this podcast because it was advertised that you didn't want to find it, I'm sorry. <clears throat> I had ten dollars on me. It was extra ten dollars. I should have given it to my kids. I'm sorry. I'm a, I'm a horrible father. Um, they had crackers that night. If you want to know, but uh, so yeah. So you got this app, and it is that is an awesome. Awesome idea. I can't wait to look. See, we get exclusives here on the main event. I want to, you know, I'm puffing my chest out right now. If I get away from a mic, I would strut around the studio. Uh, You're crazy. AKA, my home office, if the IRS is listening, it is at least 800 square feet as I put on my taxes. Um, Oh my goodness! Yeah, tell, tell the IRS. It's a big room. It's a big room. Uh, that's, that's 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 the echo. That's the echo. I'm working on that. I'm working on that. We're gonna get some soundproofing in here. We're gonna make it. Like I said, it's gonna be Tom Jordan worthy. It'll be uh, red velvet worthy here in a little while. Yes, yes. But uh, good. I'm proud of you. Well, thank for you. Even doing the podcast and you know having I've been thinking about doing a podcast for so long. I didn't even know where to start. But you know, you know somebody now again taking that leap. I'm sure there's plenty of people that want to do podcasts and and don't um, 
you know, they don't know where to begin or do anything. Yeah, you know, just doing anything takes courage. And for you to have the courage. Uh, thank you. I thank you. I think it my, out there. It's it's really the people. It's it's my audience. My audience drives me. That's right. It's the, uh, it's the little here. That, yes, yeah, and I'm sure they appreciate you. You know what? It's funny, and so I will say, uh, shout out to my long term listeners who have been uh, uh, fans of the the podcast, downloading faithfully uh, since the beginning and stuff. Uh, it really does. It means a lot. I tell people all the time. I don't do it for likes, but I kind of do. So if you would like this, that would <laughs> I. <laughs> It's not for me, so I can do, I can eventually get advertising. I'm I'm sorry. I'm selling out. I'm selling I'm selling out in the middle of the show. I, I feel some kind of way now. I've sold I've sold my soul right there. Please like please like me. <laughs> download it on your phone. Download it on your laptop. If you just you don't have to listen to it. Just let it play in the, play in the background. I get the download clicks. Just just do it for me. My mama does it. Um, no, so but yeah. Um, and it's funny that you said that. So you were talking about doing a podcast, and I've actually had some other people ask me about this stuff. So uh, here in the next couple of weeks, I'll probably put out a podcast about podcasting, doing, podcast. doing podcasting and stuff because uh, people want to know uh, how they can do it. And uh, so, but can we just rent? Hey, you know what? There's always ways to make money, right? Yeah, absolutely. I'm always think like I'm running my car right now. Can you believe that? So I'm making that. I'm always thinking outside. Yeah, yeah, house. yeah. However, you know, you could probably rent. Your studio out. Yes, and I will. Absolutely. I will yeah. rip my studio out. Uh, that is... Home-based studio for yeah, IRS. Yeah, for the home, it's a home-based studio, <laughs> and my website is deductible, too. So... <laughs> <laughs> I'm just just saying, just put that out there for the man. I'm, I'm in the house right now. Check my GPS. You can, I know they can listen to my phone, so you know where I am. Uh, but... <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, so there's a, you know, so because I talk about, so one of the things I always talk about is that, uh, and I talk about the IRS, is that the IRS is the tax code is set up for landowners and entrepreneurs. Mm-hmm. And so if you don't own land and you don't own a business, uh, you're not, that's why Amazon uh, doesn't pay any taxes. Uh, that's why a lot of these corporations make millions and billions of dollars mm-hmm. and have zero tax liability. And so that's a whole different podcast. Man, I have, uh, I have a lot to say about. Well, that. you know what? <laughs> you are always welcome back to the podcast. So you know, absolutely. You know, we we can definitely have you on to talk about that. Um, so I kind of interrupted you. You were telling me about writing things down. You're talking about determination. You got one more for the people. Um, advice that you would maybe you would give yourself or something that you would do differently and I did want before you do that let me ask you this question so I was trying to lead into it before before I got sidetracked with mm-hmm. my own stories mm-hmm. um, so you, you have a corporate job and stuff yes. how was the workplace for you in 2019 as a successful black female you, you're working for one of the uh, big banks in Charlotte and mm-hmm. stuff mm-hmm. Um is it still challenging as a uh, as a minority female uh, for uh, your credibility uh, for people to recognize your work um, and uh, give you um, give you the credit that you deserve and the respect that you deserve in the position that you're in? Mm-hmm. Um. So yes, yes, and yes. To all, <laughs> to, to all, to, to all that. that. <laughs> yes, yes, and yes. Um, I do think that you know, at 
being, you know, a black woman in corporate America, you have to prove yourself um, ten times more than than the other person, um, and it's, it just comes to work ethic and knowing what you can do and knowing the value that you bring to okay. the workplace. Because there's, it's always I feel like there's always someone trying to compete. Um, you know, compete with you and, and outshine you, whether it's a male or female. There's, I mean, corporate America is honestly, it's, it's doggy dog. Yeah. You yeah. know, um, everyone is out for themselves. Everyone is trying to get promoted. Um, everyone is trying to, you know, get where they can get and more money. And so, you know, you just have to, you just have to know your worth and you have to know what you bring to the table. And, you know, also it's, it's all about expanding your skills and learning new skills. That's, that's awesome. Those, those, those are on point as it were. Uh, so now, like I said, I gave you some time to think, <laughs> mm-hmm. uh, get you You got that last, that last one for me. Thank I'll, you. I try to get, yeah, time. absolutely. Uh, that third point to make for us, round us out. Okay. Um, so, kind of to recap, because it was a while ago. Yes, it was. Just, <laughs> just rewind back to the 27-minute mark. That's, that's probably where you need to go. Um, so, the first thing is to write out your plan. Yep. Write down your goals. Um, if you fail to plan, you plan to fail. Yep. The next thing is determination and not giving up. But also with that determination is knowing what your why is mm-hmm. um, which is kind of two in one yeah um right there and let's see i would say the third thing um and this is very important is finding an accountability partner Ooh. would be so you know you we do not live on an island mm-hmm. um and you can't do it by yourself. So you have to have, and and also to expand on that is finding your team. You know, and you can go. Um, there's another saying, and so, hold on. Some, sometimes I have to. There's a saying that says, "If you want to go, hold on. If you want to go further." Um, let if, me. I gotta Google this. I, I I know what it is. Can I? Yes. Go. Yes. It's uh. If you want to go fast, go alone. Yes. If you want to go further, go together. Yes. 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 That is what it is. So, um, again, when you're building, just because there's there's gonna be days when you want to give up, and you just don't feel like that. I mean, people, the world beats you down. You know, you get no's from everywhere. Yeah, there's um, a lot of no's out there. There's a lot of people like, you know, like, that sounds good. No. <laughs> <laughs> but so the no's gonna... will lead you to a yes eventually, yeah. Yeah, right? They, they will. They yes, will. They will. Yes. Um, and, and sometimes you, you just need that person or that team that believes in you, that believes in your vision, that when you're having a bad day, they can pick up the slack. They can pick you up. Um, and and help you keep going. 
So that would be my, my third. Oh, man. So, um, I don't know. I might have to name this episode, Jim's Drop from Heaven. Uh, <laughs> that was, that was, those, those are really good. Those are really good points. And like I said, you know, one of the things that I, I like about the podcast is that we could talk for hours. Uh, we generally go about an hour. Uh, it has a lot to do with me being cheap and the uh, space that I rent every month. It does. Uh, I, we Once again, when we talk about podcasts and stuff, I will get into why I chose an hour. There's 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 an actual reason behind it. Okay. Um so uh and we're not quite there yet. So I mean we got some time. We can actually sing a song or two. Uh, <laughs> well we're, yeah. I'll let you Yeah, I know. I'll let you I know. Do that. Yeah, 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 yeah. That's that's why people tuned in. Uh, <laughs> but so um yeah those are absolutely fantastic points and like I said the the reason I like the podcast is because um, it gives you more opportunity to kind of explore these ideas and these points instead of, like, say, I see a lot of stuff on Facebook, Instagram, and it's supposed to be inspirational, and I get that. And But when I look at it, I think it's misleading to young people because they don't understand that you just can't, like, you're going to get some no's. Like, just go ahead and inspect as an entrepreneur that people are not going to share your vision. Mm-hmm. Um, you, you have to understand that, um, that true visionaries like yourself, um, Everybody can't see the aha when you do stuff. Steve Jobs, when he was talking about the iPhone, people were like, I don't get it. (laughs) Like, what? And his whole thing was, I'm anticipating need. Mm -hmm. People don't even know they need this, but once I give it to them, they won't be able to look and and darn it, look at it. Lines, people camp outside for the iPhone. I don't, but. Yeah, but and so you you never know what your idea, uh, how it's going to pan out. Uh, but also that you have to understand that you got to finance your dreams. You, you actually need a job. Uh, I know there's a lot of young people out there sitting on the couch waiting on the uh, waiting on that thing to happen. Mm-hmm. And uh, mm-hmm. if you're if you're at home, uh, it's not going to work for you. Uh, you need to get out there. You need to be able to pay your bills and live. And uh, a lot of people want that uh, struggle story, and they want to tell about how they're hustling. Well, tell me how you went to work for forty hours, and then you went to work for yourself for another sixty. Mm-hmm. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. So tell me how you were up from five to midnight working on your business and your vision and stuff. Because if you don't believe in it, why should I? Mm-hmm. Why would I invest in you when you want to invest in yourself? Exactly. So uh, drink water, read books, uh, stay out of people's business. Uh, I think. Uh, <laughs> I think that'll help out. Most. Look, I'm just I'm saving lives out here. I'm life coaching now. I now I have another saying, but continue. I'm okay. Yeah, look, look it up and stuff. So, um, like I said, uh, we're going to continue to talk about real estate and leadership uh, on the podcast and stuff. And that's kind of where this has gone. And uh, luckily for me, my audience has come along with me. You guys have been awesome, awesome stuff. And so you're seeing me as, I, as I'm as i going on my, uh, my entrepreneur journey. And so the purpose of this kind of is, is to allow people to see my ups and downs. I'm not going to hide anything. Uh, I'm too old to be embarrassed. Uh, so, you know, I'll tell you about all the no's and stuff. I've been doing a, a, a lot of networking, uh, trying to get with underwriters and stuff like that, trying to expand my, uh, my, my network, uh, as it were, so that, uh, when you come to me, I'm more like a boutique for you, uh, that I, there's no, there's nobody I don't have on my team. So I'm, I'm actually recruiting. Uh, it's amazing when you reach out to people and you offer to buy them lunch. 
uh, who, oh, will yes, show who will show up. Yeah, yeah. who will show up. People and show it says up. your network is your net worth. Exactly. So. Exactly. So, um, and for the IRS, these are all business lunches that you're going to see on the business card. Um, I'm telling you, man. Uh, look, th- my whole dream is to uh, under my LLC and everything else, and and I, that's why I talk about. It. And the reason I talk about it, and I kind of joke about it, is that if you really, if you don't have a place in your house that you're not dedicated to a home office, if you're not trying to make yourself uh, your tax uh, footprint smaller by covering yourself, because this is what everybody else does. But don't uh, make it too small. Don't make it too small because then you won't be able to qualify for a home. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> I don't make any. I don't make any money. Whoa, yes. you gotta, well, you gotta pay yourself. Uh, yes. you gotta pay yourself. Uh, <laughs> I've well, seen that plenty of times. Um, and uh, and I gotta put out the information. Uh, my brother Renan gave me uh, a couple of episodes ago. It was the brother brother episode. Uh, if you look at the details there, there's a, a website email for. A really good CPA who does taxes in all fifty states, and uh, he oh. will help you. Yeah, yeah. I'm uh, I'm trying to trying to link up with him right now myself, so I can uh, I can write off the rest of my life. And uh, yeah, I'm not making any money, and that's for Iris and the lawyers. Uh, not make, yeah, yeah. I'm just telling, you, just telling. You, it's just you know main event stuff. But uh, do you have your quote? I do. I okay. do. Um, yes, my party quote is. Um, and this kind of ties into what you said before. The dream is free, but the hustle is sold separately. Oh, that's right. And as old pimps would say, game is <laughs> not game is not free. That's right. Game is not free. But we're gonna give it to you free on the podcast and stuff. You know what? Uh, Thank you for coming in for the podcast. Thanks for sharing with our audience and stuff. Do you have anything that you want to plug? Any social media? Any projects you got on? Are you willing to consult for anybody that wants to be an entrepreneur? Uh, yes. And uh, wants mm-hmm. to tap in and, uh, you know, especially uh, there's some maybe some brave people that want to do a paint and sip here. They might want to talk to you about some of your research. It's not going to be free, guys. I'm, t- I'm telling you. She's too, she's her, her time. I had to pay her to come here. <laughs> Yeah, right. Yeah, I, yeah. It was a favor. It was a favor. I food. I bought food. Yeah. <laughs> hey, you can always, you can always win me with food. Okay. But um, yes. Yeah, so my um, my Instagram is Superstar CEO Two. Nice. I have to change that though. And and the sip and paint is the Art Bar Virginia. However, we're in the part. You it's still up and running but we're in the process of revamping that because of the we're switching okay you know. yeah um, but go to that and i am looking for artists in the charlotte area nice so if you know any artists in the charlotte area um we are expanding um to the area so um right now i think i said before that the business is based out of virginia and I'm here, but we are expanding to this area. So, any artists out there, let me know. And I am willing to consult. You can reach me. Um, well, first of all, well, I'll, I'll give you my number. Um, 980-395-1387. But please text me first and yeah. let me know who you are. Um, because I don't always check my messages timely. So, um, I am definitely willing to consult anyone that's interested in entrepreneurship. That is awesome. That is awesome. Hey, I uh, again, thank you so much for coming. 
Thank you for having me. It's a wonderful episode. Like I say, I mean, you are, uh, I, I feel like I need to give you something uh, as a first in-house studio guest. I know, you got any, oh, well, you gave me food, a food. Uh, yeah, yeah, it's, I, I don't know, I'll give you a picture off the wall. <laughs> I, uh... <laughs> So, uh, again, thanks to the audience. Uh, again, for the fourth and final time, www.themaineventpodcast.com. Check us out. I'm on iTunes, Google Play, Spotify, anywhere where you would like to get your podcast. This has been one of the uh, one of the better episodes, I'd like to think. Yeah. Well, thank you. Yeah, I would like to think that that's because of me. But I could be wrong. No, it is uh, it is totally because of you, <laughs> and we will have you back again okay. uh, in time. And again, it's been wonderful talking to all of you. I love you all. I gotta go. I gotta go. I gotta go. See ya.